every mom I know who struggles with outbursts of anger thinks that she's the only one. So here's a newsflash, my friend. You're definitely not the only mom who yells at her kids or raises her voice, slams an occasional door, stomps out of the room. Anger outbursts as moms are unfortunately really common. And we're going to talk today about why that is. But even more importantly, we're going to talk about what you can do about it. Because there is nothing more disappointing, discouraging, and frustrating than trying your best and and wanting so badly to love your people, love your kids, love your husband, enjoy family life, and yet that anger gets the best of you. It might happen every day. It might happen once a month. It might happen every 30 seconds, it feels like but you're not alone. There are reasons why we struggle with this and there are things that we can do about it. That's what we're going to talk about today. So if you want to know some of my best counseling interventions for the Christian mom who is struggling with anger, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. As we jump into our conversation today, looking at how we can control these anger outbursts as Christian moms, I want us to make sure we are all completely clear that this conversation is coming from a place of grace. It is so easy to let the guilt build up and to just just beat ourselves up emotionally or verbally just to to tear ourselves down about we're, I'm a bad mom and, and this is horrible. And it is absolutely true that the Lord does not want us to give in to the temptation of yelling and screaming and, and silent treatment and slamming doors. He does not want our anger to control us. But guess what, my friend? The beauty of the gospel is that Jesus knows about that sin. He knows every single part of it, and he has already taken that punishment. He has already sacrificed himself to cover the sin of your anger outbursts, of my anger outbursts. It's done. We are forgiven. And there is new life in Christ. It probably doesn't feel like it in those moments where you're feeling really guilty and really terrible about letting your anger burst out again, whatever that looks like for you. But the Lord gets it and he pours out his grace. And so we want to do that as well. We're going to talk about a lot of really practical and tactical things that we can do to start controlling these anger outbursts. But when we inevitably fall short, 
because we will, please remember that the Lord already knows about it. He has already covered it. He has already forgiven you and he has filled you with his own Holy Spirit so that you can be a new creation and live and act and manage your emotions in a new way. That is probably a a little reminder we should start every episode with, but it felt particularly important as we are tackling the emotion today of anger. And in this little series we're doing on managing the hard emotions of Christian family life, we have already talked about depression, we've talked about anxiety, those are some of the recent episodes, and here we are today in episode 137 talking about anger. Now, I will give my usual disclaimer that I am a licensed therapist. Um, I've done, you know, many a counseling session working on anger with people and, and trying to help them heal in their family relationships. But of course, this podcast is not therapy. I'm not your therapist. And as we're talking through this today, my mindset is on what I would call kind of the normal mom experience. Most moms I know struggle at least from time to time with an outburst of anger and sometimes really frequently. This is a really hard emotion to manage, but you might be further along that road where um, it's entering the realm of verbal abuse or emotional abuse or even physical abuse. And if you're worried that you're at that point, with your anger, that it is completely uncontrollable and it's causing damage in your relationships, that's the time to seek help, my friend. And that goes beyond the, the earbuds of a podcast. And so I would really encourage you to reach out to your pastor, reach out to a therapist, seek some help because healing is available. Healing is possible But when it's starting to enter that zone where it really is causing damage, something needs to be done. So you, again, are not alone if you are in that boat because so many moms struggle with this. Um, So I want to get all of that out of the way ahead of time. And while we're in that housekeeping side of things, um, I'll remind you as well that we have some resources on the website at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash emotions. Um, In particular, we have a devotional specifically for helping moms learn some emotional control, anger management, diving into God's word around how to manage anger. It's called Keep Your Cool Mama, and um, you can find that on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash emotions. But there's other resources there as well, along with more blog posts and podcast episodes and encouragement Um, Lots of good stuff there, but let's open the door or at least peek inside the door of what anger looks like for Christian moms who are struggling with this emotion. I want to review a few um, symptoms, really. How do you know if you're struggling with anger? Now, you probably know because there has been some sort of conflict or fallout with your family, but some other things you might experience, which again are very normal, are um, a lot of hard emotions, feeling really annoyed, frustrated, and seeing that escalate into anger. 
Um, sometimes there really are mental things going on as far as um, finding it difficult to control your thoughts or to concentrate on things. A lot of times if you're struggling with anger, there's this rehearsal in our brains, just like reviewing a bad situation again and again, um, thinking about, oh, I should have done this or I should have said that. And we're just replaying the negative. If that's you, head on back to episodes 135, 136. We specifically talked about replacing those negative thoughts, but that's a common part of anger. But there's also a lot of physical things that we can start to notice, which are often really helpful as like a warning sign to ourselves that we're starting to get escalated. If you start feeling flushed or hot, your muscles are tightening, your stomach starts hurting, you feel like you want to punch something or you feel like you want to cry. Hopefully, the sooner you notice some of these symptoms going on, some of these early warning signs, that's the time that you can do something different and make it a lot less likely you ever walk down the road all the way to that outburst of anger. And let's consider too, why is it that Christians still struggle with these emotions? And it's probably not a surprise to you, we're still humans. We are still in broken bodies with crazy hormones and not always the healthiest diet. We're moms. We're not getting the sleep that we need. I mean, our physical health impacts our emotional control. And we know as Christians, in a way that probably your average mom doesn't, that sin is a very real part of life. And our personal sins of pride and selfishness and greed. I mean, as we see in James chapter four, where it talks about why are you quarreling? Why are you fighting? Well, it's because of these desires within you and you're not getting what you want. And so you fight and so you yell and so you argue. Sin is a part of life. Physical struggles are a part of life. Listening to lies from the enemy and from the world about, you know, you you deserve the best things and, you know, everybody should make you happy. I mean, there's all sorts of lies out there that it's it's difficult to always recognize that and reject that. And our own spiritual disciplines. I know that I personally, I go through seasons of being really strong with Bible study and prayer and involvement in my church and then seasons where that's just not as strong and my emotions usually are part of the fallout of that. It's just harder to manage them. And we actually have a whole episode earlier on, episode 47, or you can find it on the blog, walking through some powerful Bible passages to help you with the issue of anger. Um, I'll put a link to that in today's episode there in the description, Um, but that might be a great place to turn to just get into the word, get into God's word around the topic of anger. And we all know that it's impacting our own sense of joy and peace. It's impacting our marriages. It's impacting our kids. What are we uh, modeling for our kids? How are we treating our husband, our kids, the level of tension and conflict in the home? All of this is connected to the hard emotion of anger. And so let's get to the good stuff, my friend. Let's talk about 
some of the counseling techniques or interventions that I have found most helpful over the years in over, over a decade working with women trying to build up and restore and strengthen their family relationships. Anger comes up a lot. And these are some of the best things that you can do without a professional, you know, helping you necessarily. You can do these things and start to take control of that anger. But the first piece, of course, like I just mentioned, is getting into God's word. The more intimacy you have with the Lord, the more you are reading his word and and confessing your sin to him and asking for his guidance and his wisdom and his help, the more you're going to be able to manage your emotions better. So again, grab um, a devotional, whether that's you know my devotional, Keep Your Cool Mama, 40-day devotional, Diving into Anger and Emotional Control, whether that's a different devotional or just opening the actual Bible or getting in a small group at your church or meeting for coffee with a friend once a week. Get into God's word. Spend time with him, particularly around the things you are struggling with, which if you're listening to this podcast episode might include anger. So that is absolutely the number one thing we can do to start controlling our anger better is to deepen our intimacy with the Lord. Another thing that you can do is to take some time and try to figure out your personal triggers. What are the things or the situations or the words that people say? Like, what are some of the things that happen in life that make you feel angry? They're not responsible for your anger, but if you can pinpoint some common scenarios that come up, that typically lead down the road to you having an anger outburst. Well, now that trigger is something you can do something about. So a lot of moms have triggers, um, like when, I'll just give you an example from my life. My kids are three and a half and one. I have triplet three and a half year olds. So they're right at that really fun stage of starting to really test boundaries. And um, one of them is, is starting to lie and deceive. You know, she's kind of figuring out, oh, I I don't have to always tell the truth. And when I see that look in her eyes, I tell her to do something. She looks at me and she does the opposite. That very intentional defiance. Ooh, 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 ooh. That pushes my buttons. Now, should she be defiant? Of course not. Is that sin on her part in her, her tiny little heart? Yes, it is. But it also triggers my anger. That's not her fault. She's not responsible for my anger, but that is a trigger for me that I am trying to learn how to, okay, how can I try to either avoid this situation? Maybe I I should change how I'm giving my um, directives or the reminders that I give her. Maybe we can avoid the triggers. Maybe we can figure out how do I deal with it? If I recognize this is a trigger, that can often help us to think about the situation differently and respond differently so that we're not walking at least as quickly down that road toward anger and yelling or whatever it is that comes with anger. Another um, technique or strategy that you're going to find really helpful is 
well, this and this does require you to notice that feeling of anger. You know, we talked about those symptoms. You notice I'm feeling really flushed. My stomach is starting to tighten. I'm starting to rehearse this negative situation again and again and again in my head. That's the time to pause and do something, even if it's quick, that calms down your body, calms down that physical reaction. This is where you'll hear people mention um, deep breathing, those slow, deep, intentional breaths. You can think about something calming. Maybe that's a Bible verse that's helpful or um, going through in your mind some things you're thankful for, just something that's going to calm your thoughts. And then we actually have a whole episode. Episode 97 um, is called Kids, Are Your Kids Driving You Crazy? Try these 10 quick actions to calm yourself down in 90 seconds or less. So I'm not going to go through all of those, but there are a lot of quick little actions we can take. If we just realize, uh-oh, I'm starting to get annoyed. I'm starting to feel frustrated. Let me pause and let me do something to calm down. Strategy number four, um, and these often actually build on each other, right? Like I know my trigger. Okay. Uh-oh, it happened. Okay. Let me pause and calm down. And then from there, if you're still getting upset, you're still escalating, take a little time out to cool down. I'm not saying just walk away from the situation, walk away from the moment. It's really helpful if you can, especially if you're interacting with someone, maybe your husband, you can tell them, you know, I'm starting to get upset. I'm going to go take a few minutes to cool down and then I'm going to come back and we can finish the conversation because you do want to come back. You do need to actually resolve the issue if it's like an interaction or a conversation, but take Take a little break, walk away, take a time out. The key is using that time to actually calm down. This is not the time to say, okay, I've got 10 minutes to figure out the perfect comeback. What should I say? What should I do? Well, my friend, that's only feeding the anger. That's only leading toward an outburst. But instead, use that time to calm down. Use a coping skill or do something, a little quick moment of self-care. There are a thousand options of what you can do here. My personal favorite is to read a book or listen to some music, have a snack. If you've really got a chunk of time, take a nap. I mean, like, you know, the stars have to align for that to happen, but, you know, go for a run, do something, call a friend for a quick chat, read the Bible, take a moment to pray. Use a little bit of a break, a little bit of a, a time out, to calm down because often our anger builds because we're staying in the hot button moment. Now, of course, it's not always possible to leave. If we think about my example with my daughter, when she is looking me in the eyes and doing something defiant, it's not always appropriate or safe to leave the room. Of course, if my options are let me scream at my daughter or let me leave the room, well, it's probably looking a lot more helpful to leave the room. But there are times, you know, you're in the car driving somewhere and you're getting angry or you're at the grocery store and you're getting angry or you're with your child and you can't leave them alone. It's not always possible to actually physically leave. But usually in that moment, 
it's still possible to do something different, change the conversation or do something silly or turn on, you know, a funny YouTube clip, something that's going to mentally and hopefully emotionally take you out of that hot button moment again so that you can calm down and then either return to the conversation or, you know, for my daughter, it's usually returning to an appropriate discipline. You know, let me take a moment, take a deep breath, maybe walk away and do something or maybe, you know, do a different activity with the kids and come back to the discipline because we never want to discipline our kids while we are angry. And, you know, if you think about your marriage, it's often not helpful to try to talk through the big blow up fight at two o'clock in the morning. No one is at their finest. You might do a lot better to agree, let's go to sleep and we will finish this conversation tomorrow. So you always have to come back around to actually resolve things. But the real goal is to avoid that outburst of anger. And sometimes we really do need to just take a moment or multiple moments, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, to calm down enough where we can manage the emotion that's there. And then the last tip that I would have for you here is to work on reducing your overall stress level. And this is actually the hard emotion we're going to talk about next week is stress and mom burnout and just how do we manage that so that we can enjoy family life. Because if you're super stressed all the time, you're not enjoying family life. You're not deepening your relationships. But that has an impact as well on your anger. And so we will go into more detail about some ideas for how to do that and reduce your stress. But just know that that is connected. If you are in a season of life that is super stressful, maybe it's job stuff, maybe it's um, some health issues in your family, it could be all sorts of things. But when our stress level is high, we often are on edge for those other hard emotions like anger. And so know that that is going on and do what you can to either recognize it and and deal with it like let people know this is a tough time you know I might need a little more space to calm down more often or something like that or of course work on actually reducing the stress so those are some of the practical strategies for managing anger I'll just review those real quick we can focus on deepening our intimacy with the Lord Figure out your triggers and how to deal with them differently. Recognize the anger and then pause so you can calm your body down, that physical calming, stretching or deep breathing or something like that. Take a little time out to cool down and work on reducing your overall stress level. Now, if you are in our Patreon community tomorrow, On the Faith Fiverr Club private podcast, we're going to take a devotional look at a few of the Proverbs that are so helpful in understanding and dealing with anger. Um, So I know that that will be really helpful. And again, we actually have a whole blog post and earlier episode, episode 47, diving into many different Bible verses around anger. But we're going to talk through a few Proverbs here um, tomorrow in the Patreon podcast. So if you're not a part of the Patreon community, you are totally invited to join us. Um, It not only supports the show, but it it gets you those extra 
perks and some extra encouragement, devotionals and private podcasts and other things. Um, That is what is also coming this week. And then let's all make sure to circle back together on Friday because we are going to dive into, that's our Friday faith follow-up. We're going to dive into um, two particular Bible passages, James chapter four, and then Ephesians chapter four. I don't know why it's always chapter four, but that's what we're going to look at to break down what God's word says and what are some of those practical solutions that come out from that and how we manage specifically how we manage our triggers, like we mentioned today, and what that cool down timeout can look like. So digging deeper into those two strategies we talked about today, our triggers and taking a little time out. We're going to look at what the Bible has to say about that and, um, and make it practical. My friend, I'm all about making it practical. If you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you already know that. And if you've listened for any length of time, I'm so glad that you're back again for more. And I hope that you will leave a review for the show. If you've listened to a few episodes now, um, leaving that written review, wherever you listen, I know um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know, a lot of them offer that place to leave a written review. It's so helpful. It's so encouraging. I love getting your feedback. um, And I'm glad that you're here. So my friends, Make sure to grab whatever resources are helpful, maybe a devotional over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash emotions, and then make sure to circle back with us on Friday to go even deeper into some of these strategies and what the Bible says about how to use them in real life so that you can get back to enjoying your Christian family life. All right, my friends, that's all we have for today. So hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.